So before we get started, please take a minute to like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter at iShipItPod. You can also visit us on our website, iShipItPod.com, or email any questions or comments directly at iShipItPod, or to, uh, to us, f- to us at iShipItPodGmail.com. And every time I say this, I feel like Alexi Darling from Buzzline. <laughs> You can email me at darlingalexinewscom.net or you can page me at... But if you are feeling supportive and you want to help us grow, you can donate via PayPal, shop our Amazon affiliate link, or buy us a coffee. And last but certainly not least, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends that you ship it. Pretty please. Thor ate a lot of Pop-Tarts in these fanfics. It is a hot garbage fire. Do you not know what sex pollen is? I mean, phantom seed... What? <laughs> I don't care. I ship it. I don't care. I hey there, geek girls, geek boys, and geeks beyond the binary. This is Emily J with the I Ship It podcast, your safe space on the internet for fan fiction, fandom, and all that stuff you've been pretending you're not reading on your phones. Happy holidays to all of my wonderful listeners in Shipper City. Just wanted to get that out of the way and let you know that, yes, this is a holiday-themed episode from your local resident Grinch. I have no holiday spirit whatsoever, but I'm taking great joy in bringing this episode to you guys. So get ready because it's nothing like anything else I've ever done before. What could we possibly be talking about, you ask? Well, the whole per- the the whole person to blame for this episode is my friend Angelica, who sent me a uh, an, uh, a link to an article, which I will link to in the notes so you can read it yourself, um, about a strange phenomenon that I, having despite having spent my entire life in fandom, did not know anything about. And apparently it crops up every year around the holidays. And there are some people who are like, it doesn't feel like Christmas until I blah, 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 what we're going to talk about. So I was like so excited. I was like, I didn't know anything about this. And now I know. I was worried I wasn't going to have a, a holiday-themed episode for you guys. It was just going to be like a standard blah thing that just happened to come out on Christmas Eve. But Angelica saved the day. So thank you, friend who doesn't listen to this podcast. Like I said, that's like the majority of a lot of my friends. They don't listen. It's fine. I love them anyway. But uh, if I ever get her on the show, she'll join the uh, longtime caller, first time listener club. And she sent me this and she's amazing. So this is for her. Now, personally, I'm from the East Coast where there is a chain of restaurants called Eaton Park. Uh, and I'm it might I say chain as if like it goes around the entire East Coast. I think it might just be a Pennsylvania thing, maybe a West Virginia thing. It's a it's a very small, like localized, I guess, chain. It's not a small chain. There's everywhere. The restaurant is called Eaton Park, okay? And they used to have this commercial where like a little star would like it was animated, obviously. Like a little star would like wander up to a pine tree and it would like try and jump and jump and jump and then the pine tree would swoop down and pick it up and have it sit on the top and it would like light up the whole tree and it was like super cute and it was one of those things that was like it didn't feel like Christmas until I saw that Eaton Park commercial. Now little did I know that there is an entire different subset of humanity that has a whole different commercial that they need to see 
before it feels like Christmas. And maybe you know where I'm going with this, because I said commercial, so now we all know, right? Um, This thing that I didn't know existed. Uh, What am I talking about? I am talking about the uh, Home for the Holidays 2009 Folgers Coffee commercial. Why am I talking about this? Uh, Because it's the one with the questionable incest. That's right. And what what do we know about the internet, my friends? If there's questionable incest, there's probably fan fiction about it. And that's what this GQ article told me about this week. So I'm going to go over the, the commercial with you. I will link to it so you can watch it for yourself. Because I was having trouble really understanding the, the tone of what I was saying or what I was what I was reading. I was really like, this can't be that squicky like it can't be that incestuous right I mean it's a Folgers commercial for Christ's sake so here's the deal so the 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 commercial opens with a guy getting it like in his mid-20s getting out of a cab and he goes up to like a snowy house in the suburbs and this girl opens the door and she's like 16 maybe and he kind of looks at her like a little too uh which I was like, whatever. The first time I saw it, I was like, eh, that's, that's just me being weird. And he's like, I must have the wrong house. And then she points to herself and she's like, sister. And I was like, ugh, okay. <laughs> so they hug and she missed him so much. And apparently he's been in West Africa. And uh, she decides to punish him by starting the Folgers. And so they're like talking about his trip or whatever he's like doing peace corps or something i don't really know they don't go into it it's a 30 second commercial um but so they're you know he she makes him coffee and he gives her a present and she takes the bow off of it and puts it on his shirt and he's like what are you doing it's very flirtatious and then she goes you're my present this year and maybe there, there's a couple things I'm going to talk about how this might not have turned into what it absolutely did. But then they kind of linger a little too long on her and she sort of casts her eyes down coquettishly. And then they cut back to him and he's got this like half smile on his face. And it's very sexual. And it's super weird. Because I remember the first time thinking like, wait, are they? No, I'm 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 an animal. I'm just reading into that. Sorry. I was not alone. This GQ article says every single person who watched it the first time back when it aired in 2009 was like, wait, are they fucking? And and since we weren't alone, a bunch of people went to the internet and they they started exploring those feelings and those themes. Now, there's a couple things that I think might have changed how we all interpreted this this little mini, this little short film that turned into a Folgers commercial. Um, Number one, I think if the the little girl had been a little, little girl, like a child who put a bow on her brother and said, you're my present this year, it might have been cute. And he might not have looked so hungry when he when this happened. I'm hoping I mean, this would be even worse if she was like little, little. But apparently one of the original ideas was for her to be a very little girl, like five or six, 
which could have been cute, you know? She answers the door. He pretends he doesn't know who she is because she was like two when he saw her last. And she's like, hi, I'm your sister. Um, but she's like 16 or 17. And it's, um, it's just, they linger a little too long. There's some, there's some intense looks that I think maybe somebody could have directed them to make a different choice. Uh, some of the, like I said, a lot of the camera work could have been reworked to not be so um, seductive. And I tell you one thing, though, like everything else about Folgers, it doesn't make me want to drink that coffee. That's for damn sure. But there is uh, something that I learned this week, which is the reason it is on this podcast, and that is that there is an entire fandom dedicated to this commercial. And that fandom is called Folgercest. You didn't mishear me. Don't need to rewind it. I'll say it again. Folgercest. Because the best part of waking up is incest in your cup. I wish I came up with that, but I certainly didn't. And uh, there are a bunch of people who really love this fandom. And it's something uh, I've never seen before. I've never seen a fandom about a commercial before. So good job, Folgers, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I do know the guy that plays the brother is now on, is, was on just the most recent series season of Castle Rock. He played uh, the character named Chris, if you watch Castle Rock. Um, so I, I, I was able to recognize him and I was very excited that he got some better work after his Folgers commercial. Um, but yeah, so I've never seen any kind of fandom crop up around a commercial before. But I guess it's like this little tucked away secret on the internet. Um, I was reading comments on some of the fics because of course there's fanfic about it, guys. I wouldn't be talking about it if there wasn't. Some of the comments and people were like, very like holding this like very closely in their hearts they're like it's really not christmas until i read my folger cest incest fic fanfic and there's like people who post a new fic every year and it's like this cute little tradition now i am not here to yuck anybody's yum okay i don't think that people who are into incest fanfic are into incest in real life. I know that fanfic is a place of escape. It's a place where we explore things we would never do in real life. Uh, you know, things we're curious about, things we just don't talk about in mixed company. It's a place where we can do whatever the fuck we want. So I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to, like I said, yuck anybody's yum. I'm just here to report my findings, like an archaeologist or uh, another kind of scientist, uh, none of which are coming to mind right now. Is archaeology a science? I don't know. Anyway, that's what I am. I was excavating the Folger Cest fandom for you guys this week. And I did it, so if this is making you a little nervous, don't worry. I did it so you don't have to. Like, I do so many things for you, Shipper City. Um... So this is also a weird phenomena because it's not just a fandom about this commercial. It's also a trope, which I've never seen again. I've never seen that before. Other than, no, you know what? I take it back because I was no, I almost said it was like practical magic, but there is no practical magic fan fiction. 
There's only the Practical Magic AU. So Practical Magic is only a trope. Folger's Cest is both. So that's interesting. It's breaking breaking barriers like that. I've never seen that before. And you guys know me. I've read a lot of fanfic. But I found other fandoms who take the Folger Cest trope and they, they make it their own. So if the idea of that particular brother-sister pairing isn't doing it for you, don't worry. Fanfic is here for you. Because I found fics from Star Wars, uh, Game of Thrones, obviously, but like isn't half of Game of Thrones incest? So I mean, that should be like, that should go without saying. Uh, Pokemon, sure. Uh, and Teen Wolf all have fics tagged. Uh, Folgers, Home for the Holidays, commercial slash Folgersest tags in them. Um, and uh, so if you're, like I said, if you're looking, there's a lot of like, Kylo and Ray, them like being half siblings or sometimes full siblings. Um, the actual incesty couple from Game of Thrones. I don't know anybody from Teen Wolf or Pokemon, so I don't know what the relationship is there. Some Luke and Leia, which we're actually going to get into. Um, there's a lot. I mean, not a lot, a lot. There's only 43 fix. But that's literally 43 more than I ever thought I would find about a coffee commercial where maybe the brother's going to fuck his little sister. So here, here we are. Um, before I get into – now, I, I did not read all 43 fics. Like, there, like I said, there's a lot of stuff in other from other fandoms that I just wouldn't understand. Even though I understand the trope, I wouldn't understand the characters. I wouldn't understand – what the fuck is going on? So I steered clear of them, including the more modern Star Wars things like Kylo and Rey, because I don't really understand those characters and I don't know, I don't really know too much about them. So someday we'll do a Star Wars episode and 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 we'll get into the nitty gritty. Until then, I kind of tend to steer clear of the Raylo, I believe is what the ship is called, the Raylo stuff, because it's just not something that I fully get I guess I, I haven't really committed to understanding that ship yet and I, I don't think there's anything incestuous about them I don't know anyway um so I didn't read all of those but I read enough of the actual brother slash sister of the Folgers commercial <sighs> um pairing, if you will, uh, to, to, I feel, give you a decent sample. Now, I'm not going to go over every single fic, but I did want to highlight, um, this is a strange fandom. This is a new fandom. This is not something that I was expecting, but I'm going to give you writers props. You've really, uh, you've really nailed your, uh, your summary game here. Now, summaries are something that we all struggle with, I feel, as fic writers. Usually somebody, you can't go more than five summaries in without somebody being like, hey, I suck at summaries, please just read it anyway. Guys, it's fine. I also suck at summaries, but that makes me never want to read your fic. So maybe we should take a page out of the Folger Says fandom and learn how to summarize our stories. So I thought it might be a little fun to share some of these summaries with you before I get into the actual fics. Okay, because don't worry, I'm giving you two recommendations this week, whether you like it or not. 
You can decide if that means you've been naughty or nice this year. I don't care. That is what uh, Emery Claus is bringing you from the fanfic bag of tricks. Anyway, first, first fic up. It's called Waking Up by Writing Dirty. And this is again, this is a summary. Okay. The summary is coming home from living abroad, a brother finally succumbs to the dark desire that sent him into exile. I mean, it's rated E. We know what happens, but that's a really good summary. <laughs> it's very dark. Uh, it's not It's not uh, leaving much to the imagination, but it's not giving too much away. If you hadn't seen the commercial, perhaps you might not know what to expect. So good job writing Dirty. He's also quoted, or he or she, I'm not sure. This writer is also quoted in that GQ article. So like, good job there, friend. Um, another one's called No Place Like by Angel Saves. This is just sweet and cute. The summary just says, he's her present this year, and he's a good one, too. So, again, these are all, there's not a lot of G ratings here in the Folger Cest fandom, so I think we can all kind of, you know, see what happens. My second to last favorite is uh, called Pumpkin Spice and Everything Nice by Hero Lava, comma, also by, it's co-written, but so there's three authors. So there's Hero Lava. Mornlith, Falcon's Bane, and Shadow Sapiens. This was, okay, this was my favorite of the, of the summaries. It says, she was like a coffee bean. Bitter, roasty, toasty. But even better, she was instant. Now there's a big part of me that goes, ugh. <laughs> but this isn't about how I feel. This is about somebody's ability to write a decent summary. And these three people have that ability. So color me jealous, uh, color me mildly interested, and then I'll tell you the last one that I did not read because there was no summary. It's called Holiday Cheer by Radio Queen. Now, why didn't I read this? Because it was tagged, I sur- I'm assuming appropriately. Um, I didn't feel that I needed to. The tags really told a rich tapestry all on their own. Uh, the tags were brother slash sister Folgers commercial, anal sex, ass to mouth, sibling incest, spanking, plot what plot slash porn without plot. What more needs to be said? I understand why they didn't write a summary. That that like that speaks volumes. I don't even know why they wrote a fic. It's right there in the tags. If that's something you're into, go for it, please. Please enjoy. These people worked hard. You should, if this sounds remotely interesting to you, you should go and read their work. Okay. I didn't need to read that one. Like I said, the, the tags were enough. If they're not enough for you, help yourself. There's plenty to go around, but we're going to get into the actual fix this, this week. Now I did pay, I said there wasn't a lot of G ratings. This one was G-ish, I believe. It's either G or PG. I think it was G. Um, but it was, it's called Returned Present by Azdema. And it is, I mentioned Star Wars earlier. This is actually a Luke slash Leia uh, post The Force Awakens. So this is grown up Luke and Leia. Now, the funny thing about Luke and Leia showing up in this fandom is that uh, their kind of incestuous vibe took everybody, including them by surprise, 
the uh, the actors Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher did not know in the first one or two. I don't remember which one of the Star Wars they find out that they're siblings, but they didn't know when they first started. So like, there's a lot of like Luke and Leia stuff. Some some. I mean, she does kiss him on the mouth at some point, doesn't she? Anyway, they had more chemistry. I always thought than Han and Leia. And then I found out that he was her brother, and I was like, oh shit, now I can't ship this. It was mild shipping at best. It was that is a as a peripheral fandom. My brother was super into it, so I had to watch all those movies. Um, and I had to find something to ship to pass the time. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Grown Up Luke and Leia post The Force Awakens. Um, and this one actually I picked because I needed just a little little scrub of the old brain here. It said, uh, it's only incest if you squint. That's fine. I feel like that's Luke and Leia in general, right? That's like yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's that's who they are. It's incest if you squint. That's fine. I can deal with that. This is about Luke coming back from his self-imposed exile where he was just a grumpy old man on the side of a cliff and reconnecting with, uh, with Leia, who's lost. It says in the fic, she's lost three different families. And that's true. And she keeps fighting and she keeps coming back and I I really did love this fic because it made me love I mean I love Leia I love General Organa I love Carrie Fisher mentally ill space mom who reminds us all to take our mental health medication I loved Carrie Fisher forever and so anybody who paints her in a her her and her you know her most famous character in a positive light like this is a-okay in my book I actually I thought this was a very sweet fic. Quite a surprise, honestly, for me to find in this this fandom of all places. I also don't think I would have ever looked for a Luke and Leia. We've talked about the difference between and slash. I don't think I would have ever looked for a Luke and Leia fic on my own or a Luke slash Leia for that matter. Um, just because it's not my it's not my fandom. But I'm glad I read it. So I think you will be too. Uh, returned present by Asdema. Okay. You'll find a link. Look in the notes. And then the last one is actually the first one I read. Um, but I figured I'd save it for last because I, you know, whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter why I do anything that I do. Um, the last one is called And When I Wake, I'll Be the First Thing You See by Lizen for Narissa. I mentioned only, I, me- I only mentioned who it's written for because I thought this was interesting. Out of the total random blue, I was like, I think I, I feel like I remember that that name. Who is Narissa? Uh, Narissa wrote one of my favorite Shield Shock fix that I read this year. Like it was so good, and it was again take it took me completely by surprise because this was the one that I think I told you guys. It was the uh, Regency AU with a little bit of time travel where uh, Darcy has to go back and get Steve after he went back to Regency era, wherever the hell they were, and uh, had to go rescue him. And there was like some, it it doesn't matter. That Shield Shock fic was fucking great. And I loved it despite the fact that I loathe entirely anything Regency related. Um, So yeah, so it was like, oh, interesting. It's a small little fanfic, fanfic world, isn't it? So that great writer got this gift from, I assume, her friend, Lizen. Um, so this one is is pure 
what it says on the tin. It is Folger-cest. It is a, a, a pairing of brother and sisterly forbidden love. Um, I believe I've made my personal thoughts and opinions on this whole trope kind of clear. It's not something that I read uh, on my own. And it's really not something that I ever kind of give a chance to. Now, would I have read this if I was not doing a Folger Cest episode? No. That is no fault of the author whatsoever. This fic, despite it not being even in the same aisle as my Jar of Jam, is beautifully written. Um, I was very entertained. I was very intrigued. She controlled the emotion really well. She controlled the kind of like, oh, this isn't a good idea. The kind of like sort of forbiddenness of it and the the intrigue and the drama. It was all very well controlled. It wasn't gratuitous. It wasn't explicit. It's a T rating. Um, I couldn't, like I said, guys, I just couldn't. Couldn't get into the M's and the E's this time. I'm sorry if that's what you came here for. There is space on the internet for you. It is just not something that I can share. Um, this fic, however, I'm happy to share. Like I said, I don't go here. <laughs> I don't even shop here. But if I were to give a recommendation of the Folger Cest pairing fandom whatever the hell we're calling this uh it would be this one it would be when i wake i'll be the first thing you see by lizen so i hope uh i hope that if this like i said if any of this sounds good to you that you um that you go and enjoy it and uh please watch the commercial tell me i'm not alone i know i'm not alone we all think like "Mm, maybe there's like something weird going on here and uh, we're not wrong. Now, Folgers stopped airing this commercial in 2012, which I think is three years longer than they probably should have ever aired it. But don't worry. We found the YouTube video. It lives on the internet. It is live and well in our hearts. So you can save it in your own, you know, personal internet to watch every holiday season if it turns out that this is something that you want to add to your holiday traditions. Uh, I cannot believe I just did an entire episode on a coffee commercial with incestuous tones. So that being said, I do want to take a moment to tell you all how much I love you. I am so grateful that you have chosen to spend this entire year with me. We're already into December. This is our second holiday themed holiday slash Christmas whatever episode. Um, And I feel very blessed and I feel very happy and very lucky that you guys are listening to me. And I cannot wait to continue doing this podcast and get to an even more bizarre thing to talk about maybe next December 24th. Who knows what next year will bring? Hopefully, among other things, a new president, um, more fanfic, different hosts or the same hosts coming back because I think we had a a hell of a time all year with everybody. Um, this is not my this is not my 2019 recap. I'm just feeling a little sentimental for all the things that we've done together this year, including talking about Fultercest. That is really just the cherry, the cherry on the top of this cake, the cinnamon on top of this latte, if you will. I want you guys to have the best week ever. Um, 
Before I tell you to get your ship together, let's just say that now, right? And I want to end this instead of saying get your ship together. I want to end this this special episode by wishing you a happy, joyous, wonderful holiday season and telling you that you, Shipper City, are my present this year. 